Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. It's only 24 hours now, buddy. Let's start the countdown is on. Syracuse 51, Notre Dame 13. You've been consistent with that all week long. This is not a build-up. This wasn't a 21-17 squeaker that became a, ah, I'm going to be a jackass at the end. No, you've been a jackass all week long. 31-13. The score just came to me. How about no? 51-13. Was it an awesome dream? Uh, It was an awesome dream. I I don't know how. It's just one of those things I say, yeah, we're going to put 50 on Notre Dame. They're not going to score. Yeah, 51-13. I like the bravado. I like the confidence. I think you were wrong on so many ways, but you know what? This is a team that has been a lot of fun to watch, and not to blow smoke up uh, your tookus or that or any of the – Many Syracuse brethren in the uh, in the media. I have uh, a dream. Yeah, men and women everywhere. Uh, it's Northwestern and Syracuse because everybody's still cheering, hoping for that pinstripe bowl to show up here for us. Uh, but the fact of the matter is that 
Pinstripe. Come on, we're going to a New Year's Day. I Bowl. know, buddy. We're going to get playoff. We're going to beat Notre Dame. You're not going to the we're playoff. We're going to beat BC and we're going to go to the playoff. They're no, gonna you're play- setting up for disappointment. In. Now uh, you're setting it up for it's going to be like the nightmare before Christmas. No, reason. And all of a sudden you're going to have a snake chomping down on all the stuff that was supposed to be left next to your stocking and under your tree. The Sandy Claus, the Sandy Claus. Yeah, the, the Sandy, Sandy Claus is going to wreak Claus. havoc over the course of your Christmas. So don't get, hope's a dangerous thing for you there. Don't get ahead of yourself. Syracuse 51, Notre Dame 13. That is your final, and oh boy, let's see how this shakes up the college football playoff rankings. Let's go live now to Tuscaloosa, where Alabama, we join them in progress, leading the Citadel 81 to nothing midway through the first quarter. Roll the Citadel pass. and all these other schools. It, Facing the SEC tomorrow. Don't you just go in and just take a little extra lame. step through? So lame. So lame. 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 Syracuse, Notre Dame. Get ready. The marquee college no, football event of the day. This is one of those, hey, it's UFC 208 or 228 or whatever it is. 258, and, and here's, whatever you know, the SEC against a bunch of cream puffs in yeah. the... Hey, in the undercard, anybody in the arena get? Nope. See, this is back but Syracuse, Notre Dame. All right, they all made their way in from the buffets. This is back when the SEC thought, yeah, we're the best uh, conference in the country, so we could do whatever we want to schedule wise, and we'll play cream puffs, you know, before the last couple weeks of the season, because you know that's what we like to do and keep our ranking. No, lame, 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 lame. Syracuse playing Notre Dame. One game left in the regular season. That is a man schedule, Mike Harmon. A man, and hopefully New York City will be better to Syracuse tomorrow than it was to Syracuse basketball today. But I have no time <laughs> for Syracuse basketball. No, not right 51 now. 51-13 tomorrow. You could misspell that another day, uh, just like Buddy Bayheim's jersey. No, the, the fact of the matter is you've got a Notre Dame team that has still got another rivalry game. Now, USC mm-hmm. stinks. Anybody here on the West Coast that's watched them? No, they do. They're, no, they're, they not, do. they're not good. They do. And questions of Helton's job security, how many would-be coaches are in the hanging in the balance of, you know, they're going to have uh, their resumes and their CV, and here's my tape, and here's Lynn, everything. Lynn Swan is going to be on the sideline standing next to Dino Babers tomorrow going, you know, Dino. You're pretty low paid in the uh, ACC, aren't you? Lynn, I'm calling plays here. And he's going to pull out a briefcase full of money and just hold money up in front of him going, hey, how about this if you leave right now? But here's here's the thing, though. Isn't Clay eighth or ninth in the Pac-12? Doesn't matter. He's lower tier, Doesn't and they matter. still owe other people a lot of money. Dino. So, it, oh. Well, well, no, are, we, are you going to do that? Or are you going to say Dino? <laughs> Dino Babers. I, I don't know. There's a lot of – I mean, you can make him a folk hero. Look, there, there's many – look, am I nervous we'll lose Dino Babers after this year? Yes, obviously. Because it seems to be like a foregone conclusion. He turns Syracuse from an absolute dumpster fire into a team that is literally one-fourth down stop away from being ranked just outside the top four with a playoff berth in their own control. I mean, that's really where – had they stopped Pitt on one drive in the fourth quarter, had they held on to a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter against – Clemson at Clemson, where Clemson converted a couple of fourth downs, it's a completely different story. It's if Syracuse wins, they're going to replace Notre Dame. Are they number three? Are they number four? I mean, that's the stakes tomorrow. But I'll give you some more reality besides 51-13. Okay, well, that one, I, I think we'll leave that. Uh, well, we've got the tape. It's 51-13. all good. 51-13. I, I like the bravado. I like the swagger. No tr- that's a guy getting ready to coach his daughter's soccer team to greatness. I'm said, ready. You know, we got to listen to the wise words of Dino Babers. That's who we're talking. How many times Who's you quote him? Who's else? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Not yet, not yet, not yet. 
I saw some people wilting from side to side. Oh, all right. <laughs> this is truth. Notre Dame, we still don't know really how good they are. All right, because what are their marquee wins this year? They beat Michigan week one, and Michigan is a phenomenal team. Right now, number four in the country, right behind them. If they played now, that would be a different story. Michigan's got their offensive line situation under control to the point where Shea Patterson can make plays. The Michigan's been a machine. But still, I don't want to take away from that. They, they beat Michigan, but it was week one. Their other big wins are against Stanford, and Stanford stinks, and they beat Virginia Tech, and Virginia Tech stinks. I mean, these were, at the time, it was, whoa, Notre Dame beat Stanford. Stanford's number seven. Stanford may not even finish over 500. No, here's the thing. Stanford, today, it was announced Stanford Cal is going to be played the weekend after yeah. the Pac-12 title game. Yeah. There's too much money to let it go in the into the ether, but because of all the weather conditions and the fires and smoke inhalation, they've moved that back. But Stanford's not very good. Stanford, they'd be lucky if they finish over 500. It seemed like a big win at the time because Stanford was artificially ranked high, and it was not. Same well, thing they, for Virginia Tech. Yeah, they were a periphery top 25 team, and now they're they're barely a 500 team in the ACC. They beat the Big Ten West champion Wildcats by you're, 10. You're also just barely over 500. So I mean, you're in a very fortunate spot. I'm very happy for you. But I mean, I got I, this is Syracuse. I mean, we got to smash the hell out of your no, squad. No, but still, no, 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 come on. Are you kidding, Clayton Thorson? He would be reading books in the pocket. We would sack him. No, but the point is, I mean, Notre no, Dame. You, you, no, sure, you, you may score I points. Would, you, you get, you know, I would, I would say, Clayton Thorson. Uh, pardon me. Can I have some great poupon? See, you Clayton just keep Thorson making fun of the guy's name and say, "Yes, oh, I can pass this to you." I'm Clayton Thorson. You're going to be begging for him to be. The guy you draft as a Jets no, fan oh, for when Sam, Sam Darnold get hurt, nah, gets hurt again. Fine. No, but seriously. Next walking boot. Uh, can, can, can you really disagree that we don't know how good Notre Dame is? I mean, Notre Dame is always going to be ranked high because of the image of Notre Dame. But how good are they really? We don't know. You know, We, we know they got a lot know. better and a lot more efficient once Book came in at quarterback. Yes, they did. That we know. They did. They get, became more explosive. He's got a better drive, ability to drive the ball downfield waiting for plays to develop. And that's one of the things, his patience, go back to the Northwestern game, go back to a couple of the other starts ahead of that, were waiting for plays to develop. He'll, he'll wait for the pocket to start collapsing. He doesn't panic. And I think that's one of the, his greatest attributes and why they're still rolling undefeated. Even though he missed this past week game, they didn't need him. And they moved on, and now you get ready for the Syracuse Orange, wearing terrible uniforms, Oh, yeah, nobody's really happy about those uh, those uniforms. No, not No really. one's really happy. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, Twitter, at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, Syracuse 51, Notre Dame 13. The other part of it is this. If Syracuse can get pressure on book, they're going to they're gonna do really well tomorrow because that that's the one thing they can do that's going to force him to try to make throws and – they won't be able to take advantage of coverage because Syracuse is not as good in coverage as you would like to think a team ranked this high is. So if they can get pressure, because that's what they did earlier on in the season, all the big quarterbacks they played, the guys make plays, they got pressure on them. They struggled when they can't get pressure on the quarterback because even average quarterbacks can pick Syracuse apart and put a bunch of points up on the board. So if they get pressure on him, they'll do okay. But what I'm really concerned about is this. Syracuse's talent is pretty good across the board. They got some pretty good defensive players. They had the best kicker in the country, and they have an offense that you see what they do. They run a play every four seconds, and whether it's Dungy or whether it's Tommy DeVito coming in, who's the next stud quarterback that Syracuse has, 
they'll be able to score. What I worry about, honestly, is this. Syracuse has never played in a game like this. I mean, it's one thing to go. You play against Clemson on national TV last year and upset them. That's great. You played Clemson this year again, almost pulled the upset. It was a big Saturday game. This is the game of the day at Yankee Stadium against Notre Dame. You're taking on the Christians. It's a very big – they have not been involved in a game like this. I know one thing. The moment will not be too big for Notre Dame. Could the moment be too big for Syracuse? And suddenly in the first quarter, we see them making mistakes in coverage because they're nervous and they're all over the place and and they're not quite ready. It takes a little while to settle down. They miss on a couple of big plays offensively because the timing's not there because they're jittery and not ready for the game. Yeah, how long before Beheim goes to the bench? Oh, he'll be there tomorrow. He's actually going to coach next to Dino Babers. How long before be he brings players in off the bench oh, tomorrow? First play. I'm just taking guys out, putting guys in. Just taking guys. Come on out. Come sit next to me. But that's that's my main concern is that trying to survive that first quarter little bit past it is that if they can survive it close and keep Notre Dame away from big plays to, to open the game up early, Syracuse is going to be just fine. But that's my main worry, that we're going to make the plays are going to happen Syracuse will make big mistakes. Oh, yep, they're rattled, they're nervous, they're not ready for this atmosphere, whatever's going on. And Notre Dame, who has played in, in games like this every week, is like, okay, yeah, we're ready. We're ready for this, and 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 it's going to be a normal first quarter for us. And before I can look, it's 10-0, 13-0, and then it's 17-0 before Syracuse gets a touchdown, and then they're trying to play catch-up the rest of the day. They won't be able to do it. No, and that was the biggest thing. I, I heard an interview with with your guy, Dino Babers, a little bit earlier today, and that's the one thing he pointed out was just a little bit of the fear of the emotions and do, being able to ride that out and making sure that his guys kept the level head, particularly if they had one of those big impact plays, special teams, or a turnover go against them early, that it didn't take them out of the game. Because certainly being at Yankee Stadium, different atmosphere. How many guys are going to be looking around and, and suddenly – the, the old, hey, once I'm on the field, it doesn't matter. No, you're at Yankee Stadium. And I, I don't think it's going to be one or two plays before you put that in the rearview mirror. Probably, you know, the old Mike Tyson, I need to get hit a couple times before this is all real. Mm-hmm. Perhaps maybe that, that'll be the case. But that's one concern that, that your coach uh, certainly identified, wondering as this, this process rolls, if early in the game there isn't one of those impact plays to where – now concentration is as much about X's and O's as just getting his guys' heads right. Syracuse 51, Notre Dame 13. You're out of your mind. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You can own a piece of LeBron James in basketball history. How about that? For the second time... The Hummer that LeBron James drove his senior year of high school has been put, it's not crashed, it's in good condition, has been put up for auction by Golden Auctions. Going to be sold to the highest bidder on December 8th. 2003 Hummer probably will sell for at least six figures. Souped up, it's got televisions, a video game console, and custom sound. The value of it right now is about 20 grand because, you know, it's 15 years old. But because it's LeBron's Hummer, it's going to go for much more than that. Now, you hear the story, and, you re- and maybe you remember, because this was when LeBron really burst on the national scene for the first time. I vividly remember in these seats talking about LeBron James, St. Vincent, St. Mary's, the great season he was having, going to be the number one overall pick. Is he going to be able to finish his high school career? Because in the middle of his basketball season, he was driving around a Hummer. 
And it was an H2 that was bought for him by his mom because she took out a loan against future earnings to buy this Hummer for LeBron. And it became the topic of conversation. I remember there was a good like month and a half where almost every day it was, is LeBron still eligible? Can he still play in high school? Can he do that? Should he be doing it? And at one point, he was driving around a toy Hummer at high school practice. This this was a huge piece of sports memorabilia, for lack of a better word, because it's a car. It's not like an autographed baseball. But was such a big part of the fiber of sports and LeBron James, really the beginning of his story. I mean, that's how much we talked about this. And remembering back to him doing things like playing with a toy Hummer at practice shows you that he was going to be the guy that did whatever the hell he wanted to. This is a guy in high school with all the scrutiny on him in the world. People were dying for him to fail. Oh, is he really that good? I remember having the argument of who should go number one. Should it be LeBron or Carmelo? Because Melo's coming off you know, winning the national championship at Syracuse as a freshman. He's got yeah, or more. D. Wade because of what he'd yeah. done no, in no, his year. No, nobody said Darko. No, 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 said they just, no but he was, he was a nice curiosity. Sure. Right? <laughs> One of those, if he comes and he grows a couple inches and suddenly he has a game. Look, he's a world champion, Darko. They can never take that away from him. <laughs> but I remember my, my brother, at one point, we were supposed to do something. He goes, I'm going to go watch this kid. And he went and he yeah. watched... And he watched uh, one of the high school games, had a chance to uh, interact briefly with him. But just being part of that spectacle, remembering what a big deal and what a big departure that was from anything in terms of the hype machine that you'd had for any other prospect coming out. I mean, look, Zion Williamson is the most hyped prospect in the last couple of years in college basketball. And what did we got? We got a couple of videos of him dunking. Right. I mean, that's what we get. LeBron was on another planet as far as his popularity because he's a once in a generation, once in a five generation type talent. And this was the this was the attention that was spent on him when he was still in high school. I'm still amazed by the curiosity of against future earnings. Who's the future earnings? His, yeah, his future earnings shouldn't have been against his. Well, shouldn't his have been contract. able to do that. Uh, well, let's say I remember nobody thought it was legal. Nobody thought it was legal, but it didn't have There's to worry about that. Legalese inside the. NCAA rules and regulation no, that they enforce them when they feel like it. I ever, are we talking, and they we knew he wasn't coming it? to college, so no, it, didn't it didn't matter. Can I finish my season at St. Vincent, St. Mary's? No, he did eventually wind up being ruled ineligible because he took uh, gifts and throwback jerseys, but then he got that thrown out. So, But the, the, the Hummer Remember when the we car, talked to Marcellus Wiley? I mean, they, you could add up the cost and value of those throwback sure. jerseys in no, man, no time <laughs> whatsoever. But the car was so big. It was so brazen. For him to drive that car around, and you realize that that should have been your first bit of evidence that he's going to be doing it differently. Can I just ask why the hell you'd spend six figures on this car now? Couple so owners say, I got LeBron's Hummer. Yeah, That's but why. at this point, wh- how are you displaying that? Here's You're the DMV records of yeah. who owned this. Yeah, Le- you're gonna slap that on the side on yeah. a magnet while you're driving around. You're driving. Otherwise, around you're LeBron's just an Hummer. idiot driving a Hummer. Nah, people are people are excited about that. Bad fat gas of, mileage. Put a fat head of LeBron on the side. Well, it's not like Hummers get good gas mileage now. No, but just have all that. You have LeBron's car. Whatever. You would wear Mike I, Ditka's underwear if you could. There, there could be. I'd go drive John Voight's car. Yeah. 
but you would wear Mike Ditka's underwear. Why not? Sure you would, see? So that's so you drive LeBron James's Hummer. That would presume underwear at all. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, how about some NFL hot take theater? We like You're some ready? hot take theater. Can we get Alex Tyson? Is, is get... it hotter than keep yelling 5113? Oh, that's hot though, man. I mean, come on, nothing. This That's this, smoldering. My microphone if is If that melting. comes to fruition, will you get that interview on KNBR? <laughs> If Syracuse wins 51-13, I, I don't know. I I think I should people should just send me money just because. Yeah, not, but if you not, didn't bet it, then it not doesn't for matter. Any reason. No, no, but people should just send me money, go, man, that was Even though we then thing. yell for entertainment purposes only. 51-13, Syracuse. The, the the score came to me. The score came to me. That's what it it just came to you. What uh, you want, Jay? We have some uh, uh, hot take theater type music. Oh, you're trying to get hot in here? You, you know what well, music just, he's going to well, play. Th- uh, well, let's well, go. Just, just tell me you want it to get hot in here. Uh, hey, TJ, how about if it got hot in here? Uh, with a little bit of, uh, uh, with a little bit of Syracuse and a little bit of Notre Dame. Hot take theater. I expected more like a masterpiece theater. Bum, 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 bum. Nah, this is far better. Way better. I'm, Cl- uh. I'm Clayton Thorson with your hot take theater. Before I play quarterback tomorrow for Northwestern, my father and seven uncles, part of the Thorson realm in business enterprises that I will join after graduating from Northwestern, my Wait, championship. is going to be an NFL quarterback. What are you talking about? Oh, no, dear. He's going to be higher than an NFL. He's going to go right to owning a team, old chap. Clayton Thorson doesn't play quarterback. Clayton Thorson owns the quarterbacks of the teams that he buys. He's going to run in here and kick your ass. <laughs> hot take or theater. Or I'll do it as proxy for it. NFL hot take theater. Statement number one. Mitchell Trubisky is one of the top ten quarterbacks in the NFL. That's not hot take theater. That, that is fact. That is absolutely true. This season... He has become one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL. As much as always, he's a top 10 guy. What's most impressive watching him on Sundays is that he does it with a bunch of Jags. I don't mean he do it with the Jaguars, but his weapons, he's got nothing. He's got a couple of good running backs, and it's great to be able to, to rely on Howard, get a big play out of Tariq Cohen once in a while, but he's doing it with Jag weapons, and he is marching the Bears up and down the field with a surgeon's precision every single week. He's smart. He's flourishing under Matt Nagy. He's making the rest of his teammates better. And the best part about him is he knows when to run, and he knows when not when. I got to stay in the pocket for this. He's not one of those mobile quarterbacks who, all right, when I get some pressure, three, four, five in my head, I'm out. He doesn't run that often, but he knows when to run. He's really becoming a star NFL quarterback. Mitchell Trubisky top 10 quarterback in the NFL. I give them a little more credit for having uh, more than Jags. I mean, when Allen Robinson's been healthy, he's been able to push yeah, the ball. But like that's he's the done. thing. Part of Allen Robinson is staying healthy. Staying healthy, staying obviously. Trey Burton's it. been productive. Can Gabriel, come okay. in and out. Number one. What? You have to stop shoehorning Trey Burton into almost every You brought up a Bears no, but Reverend, what am I going to do? Uh, uh, they got some guy playing tight end. No, and then, no. I want you to not mention Trey, because you mentioned him when it was we didn't need to mention him before like too many times. So you've used up your Trey Burton mentions for the rest of November. You've used them Adam up. Adam Shaheen on the way back, the other tight end for the Bears. <laughs> uh, he and that other guy, uh, number 80. Uh, they'll do a good job together. Uh, and then you've got Taylor Gabriel downfield other than Bill Belichick extolling the virtues of his play and then shutting him down, which you know was going to happen. 
from Bill Belichick. They've done some good things. Offensive line, even missing Kyle Long, they've been better than advertised. Defensively, you know, they're getting them the ball back and giving them field, good field position time and again. And this offense is growing, and he's becoming more comfortable. Go back a couple of weeks, yeah, there's some scattershot throws that leave you scratching your head and, and some confusing uh, decision-making where if you do the all-22, it's like, that guy's standing by himself. Why did he not get the ball? But over time, those start to dissipate as you get more comfortable with your coordinator. And I'm surprised a guy named Mitchell is this good, but, I, you know, it's yeah, a new Yeah, you just bashed a guy named Clayton. You get, what, who else? You're going to take out on me because my name's Mike? Clayton Thorson. No, but, but Mike Harmon sounds like a guy that lives down the street. Hey, I'm going to go hang oh. out at the Harmons. When I say, oh, Clayton Thorson, I'm thinking, oh, he lives in that big big estate up on the hill and they have the lights on only once every couple of months that's the only one you get to by horseback so why'd you have to bring horses into it <laughs> i'm going to the it Thor- is national fast food day by the way <laughs> going to the thorson cotillion tonight if you'd like to go with me milady i will pick you up by chariot at seven thirty. wow a cotillion reference <laughs> while we're at it too it's been many moons since i attended a thorson event <laughs> up on the hill one and oh today <laughs> That's all I can say. 1-0 today. Hot take theater. You ready? Yeah, One more. Ahead. Ready? Yeah. Tom Brady, no longer one of the top six quarterbacks in the NFL. All right. Let's rank him. Better than Tom Brady this year. Patrick Mahomes. Jared Goff. Matt Ryan. Well, you, why, I, gotta pause I was kind of hesitant Ryan? on Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan. has been really yeah, good. No, yeah, no. That, that's, that's the hovering over <laughs> and not quite no, one Matty to commit. Ice has been good. Drew Brees. Philip Rivers, Aaron Rodgers, no. But even if you're consistently, not consistently, here's, no. here's the thing. Even if you're not counting Aaron Rodgers, that's five quarterbacks who are undoubtedly better than Tom Brady this season. He is not a top five quarterback in the NFL this year. All of them are having better years. They're throwing the ball better. They have. They're directing their teams better. They're throwing for more touchdowns. They're th- playing at a higher quarterback rating. All these guys are playing better. Tom Brady's had some big games, and then he sits back, and he has a big game, and he sits back. He has been stopped more often than they have. Mahomes, Goff, Ryan, Breeze, Rivers. Yeah, you, right can, keep, you can keep Matt Ryan, too. Oh, so Matt Ryan's having a big season. Matty Ice having a big season. Look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady is not having a big season. Yes, but just because you're going statistically, he's piled up a couple of huge statistical games against a couple of bum teams. And he's also dropped some other games that he shouldn't have. Tom Brady's quarterback rating is under 100. I'm not even talking about just the guys who are playing better. I mean, you have seven guys with a higher quarterback rating. And I'm going to say, and I'm not just going to say, you have a higher quarterback rating. No, you kind of did. But those those guys are all playing better. Look, Aaron Rodgers, look, 19 and 1. I mean, 19 and 1 is still 19 and 1. I mean, he didn't pull it out last night, but that's not his fault. I get it, and in the end, there there are also within the game some plays that that don't show up in the stat sheet, right? I couldn't even make a case, but I didn't. But I could make a case for Kirk Cousins having a better season. You could. I could do that. You could do that by looking at the box. I could make a case. I could make a case that Roethlisberger is having a better season. But I'm going by what they've been able to produce on the field consistently. And Tom Brady is outside the top five. Oh no, I'm He's certainly not throwing place. him in there. I just, I just had an issue with Matt Ryan. Brady's at twenty-one the place. and three, and, and w- notwithstanding, 
he's had a play. He's got the second highest quarterback rating in the league. I mean, he's playing really well. I mean, as much as you think about the Falcons underachieving, Matt Ryan is playing fantastic. You and your old quarterback rating. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. These guys, Tom Brady outside the top. He's at the part right now that is the place just before the fall. He's at the little bit of, I, I've, I've decreased enough to go where now I'm a little bit more gettable, a little bit more mortal. And then the next step is when he falls off because it happens to everybody. It doesn't happen real slow anymore. When you at a certain age, something happens and suddenly you can make the throws, then there's a little bit of fall when you backslide a little bit and then there's a big fall. And that's the point where Tom Brady is right now. He's just before the big fall. Father time will come and get him. The question is, do they ever get number 87 back at 80% of his former self? Because that will jumpstart your offense in a hurry. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, Hot Take Theater. Mitchell Trubisky in the top 10, Tom Brady out of the top five. So See, if you'd gone, hey, Tom Brady outside the top 10, now we've got something. Eight, now seven, well, I, I can't be. I mean, I already said Syracuse is going to win 51 13 tonight. I mean, I got Don't want to go crazy, you know, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, you I, think I, we I, need one more? I got to stick with that. So All far. right. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Time now to put our upset specials to the test. Every week, every Friday night, we pick one college football top 25 game, one NFL game, and they got to be upset specials. So far this year, I'm running along at 13-7, and seven, one and one last week. And moving on to this week, college football. I got burned picking against them once before, but I'm going to go with Arizona plus 11 over Washington State. Big spot. Arizona's, Big expectations now. Arizona's offense has really come alive the last couple of weeks. Khalil Tate had two big games in a row. They beat Oregon, who was ranked. They beat Colorado. They scored 40 in each of those two games. Washington State is good, but and, they, and Uncle Rico will still find a way to make plays, but this is a shootout, and 11 points is way too much. This is a 51-48 kind of game, and I will gladly take the 11 points. Now, there's a couple that I was looking at. Uh, Wondering if the the Bearcats have it within them to come up, get giving or getting seven and a half on the road at Central Florida. That one's interesting to me with an over under of sixty one. All bets are off. Just a bunch of chaos uh, the way that game flows. But I'm going to go to Iowa State, number sixteen on the road at Texas, getting three points uh, in this road matchup. Matt Campbell, the name that everybody's circling around and. Well, he wants to justify the potential huge payday mm-hmm. that comes sure. here. So an opportunity here for the Cyclones. We'll take them outright. Why wow. don't need the three. Outright on the field. What are you getting three? Getting three. Holding like opponents to twenty points per game. No, I like that. I, because I think I think people are gonna jump on Texas and go, Oh, Texas. No, no, no. This is no th- that sounds like a trap game to me. I like your Cyclones pick. Digging that. To the NFL we go, and this I am basing more on track record history and a team fighting their last gasp before irrelevance sets in. I like the way that you got more on in there. That's good. (laughs) I'm going to take Jacksonville getting five and a half over Pittsburgh. Nothing tells you Jacksonville should stick with Pittsburgh, but the Jaguars play Pittsburgh tough. They always have. They're a bad matchup for the Steelers. They've had a long time to clear their heads and get ready. It's going to be one of those games where, whoa, all right, maybe a step back here a little bit for the Steelers. The Jaguars will win by a field goal, but 
I'll still take the points. So I'll take the Jaguars five and a half over Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm a little confused uh, as to what the purpose of Matt Patricia. Now he's uh, really fighting windmills as we get our eighth Don Quixote uh, reference in for the week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Talking about practicing in the snow and fighting with reporters once again. Uh, I'm going to wear shorts (laughs) and watch me. Uh, I'm going to take the Lions. Are you talking plus. about yourself? I think you, you went right into yourself there. Well, it, every once in a while, I do kind of resemble the way Patricia carries himself. Except for the beard. I had a beard. I was actually going through some old photos. I found that my beard yeah. was nice. Maybe it's time to bring it back. Nah, I, was, I wasn't a big fan. It was a I, little I, too gray. I, I, yeah. I, was, I, I thought I, it I liked, aged me a little I bit. I like the clean shave in my Carmen All better. Right, well, also, real that. quick, Carmen, it's yeah, Quicksoat. It's Don Quicksoat. <laughs> Quicksoat. Okay, good to know. Uh, but I'll take the Lions plus four and a half at home with Carolina coming to Collins. So there's our upset special picks right there again last week, 13 and seven overall. I got to admit, I'm a little nervous about the Jaguars pick because, look, they have not played well, but this is one of those last stand type games. That's it. And they, like, they've had time coming off that big loss where it's, all right, let, let's, let's, let's gather ourselves here a little bit. And Pittsburgh's been playing really, really well. And, Maybe they catch him a little bit feeling too good, and the matchups work well because the matchups for the last few years have always worked in the Jaguars' favor. Close five and a half is a lot of points. Five and a half is a lot of points. Curiosity to see what the offense brings, how much you can get Fournette. Do you get a full 15, 15 to 20 carries out of him? Can you control the ball? Can Bortles avoid the sack and the big turnover early that gets them blown out? Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
and Stan Weiju over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season, and so are we. I'm Tori Deal, and I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars Four is finally here, and this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa, for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars. And we're going to be right here along with you fans, covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.